Hello, hello. My name is Adrian Obi. I am a astrologer. I like to say I am your astrological life coach. <laughs> and um, I'm coming to you with something really special for Easter. I am coming to you to discuss the connection between Jesus and astrology. Because today is Jesus's day, right? So I definitely wanted to talk about Jesus today. So a lot of people when I, because I, I've talked about this before, and it's funny because when I mention uh, Jesus and astrology, I always get uh, like pushback, like a um, pushback on that. But the thing is, Jesus is really well connected with astrology. So we're going to start from the very beginning on how this is. I've got, you know, I'm going to do this quickly because it is Easter. So the first thing I want to bring out is that, um, well, let's start with the three wise men. Let's start there. Three wise men um, in the Bible. It's talked about the three wise men who followed a star to the manger. They not only followed that star to the manger, they tracked that star. How did they track that star, you wonder? <laughs> back then i'm sure it was astrology now it's been said that they were sages wise sages that came bearing frankincense uh myrrh and and sage or whatever right and um it sounds very woo woo to me i'm just saying they were very woo woo and the other thing is that um they followed this star and it was all predicted and today the only thing we know of that follows stars and makes predictions is astrologers. So I'm pretty sure the three wise men were astrologers. They followed the planets, the sun, the moon. They predicted, in fact, Jesus and his experiences were predicted in the Old Testament. And it said that those astrologers were following the teachings that they had picked up from the Old Testament. And um, they charted the day of the birth and sure enough, the star Bethlehem showed up, they followed that star and uh, that's how it worked out. I mean, it's amazing when you think about it now because somewhere in the middle, probably with the King James version, they really highlighted portions of the Bible that did not support astrology. However, David, in the, the Bible, uh, saved his life by being able to predict what the, you know, what the future was bringing and also interpret the dreams of the king. There's a lot of connections in the Bible, by the way, but I, you know, we're not supposed to talk about them, but this cannot be denied. It just cannot. Uh, so one, the three wise men were, were definitely astrologers and, you know, definitely on the woo-woo side. Um, also, it said that Jesus's original birth date was actually in the sign of Pisces. Now, we celebrated in Capricorn, and I'm going to get to that in a moment. But it's, it's said that it was originally celebrated in the sign of Pisces, which is, a, you know, it's the sign of spirituality. Very spiritual sign. 
the most spiritual of all signs. It's also known as the last sign of the zodiac and the last incarnation. So the fact that Jesus, you know, he lived and died in one, you know, fell swoop like that, that's the last incarnate incarnation. It's very, very um spiritual. And I I just think of Pisces, which is that last incarnation. So if he's a Pisces, that would make a lot of sense that he became a teacher, a spiritual leader, um, someone that they looked up to for their spiritual feeding. Also, they moved his birth date. I'm not sure when it happened, but it was moved to the 25th of December. So let's stop for a second. Numerology and astro astrology, I like to mix them together. 25th of December has a very significant meaning in astrology and numerology. First of all, 25 is a breaks down to seven. Seven in numerology is Pisces. We're back to Pisces. We're back to spirituality. It's the most spiritual um, uh, numerology number you can get, seven. I'm actually a seven, which is probably why I'm an astrologer and a spiritual person. But the fact that it correlates right back to seven, right back to Pisces, that to me is no mistake. It It's just amazing to me because it's the last sign. So whenever I say Pisces, just remember that's the last, like the last uh, parking lot before you go to back to heaven. And uh, I just thought that was amazing. Now, the other thing about the 25th of December is that it is the cross point between Sagittarius and Capricorn. And Sagittarius is known as a wise sign. Jesus was known as a wise sage. Um, and so it's, uh, it's information. It's usually knowledge and teaching. He was known as teacher. A lot of his uh, disciples called him teacher. And um, I, I, I just thought that was amazing. When I thought about it, I was like, wait, wait, wait. This is that that area between that Sag and that Capricorn, where the knowledge is now becoming something firm, it's becoming a foundation, it's planting uh, into the earth, because, you know, Capricorn, earth sign. And so it goes from the realm of the mind and from the realm of dogma into reality. And I think that is amazing when it shows that date of the 25th of December. But let's not forget, it's also right after winter solstice. And winter solstice is like the darkest, coldest day of the, the year, really. And um, and also supposedly what the shortest, right? Or the longest, the longest. So th they chose that time frame to move that birthday to. That was not by mistake. That was a very spiritual choice that was made to move his birthday to the 25th of uh, December or right around winter solstice. One of the other things that as I was studying this and, and really thinking about it, I began to think about now, Easter, it's Aries season. Easter is always Aries season. It might be in March, it might be in April, but it's always in Aries. And why is that, you think? Well, astrologically, Aries is represented 
representative of the new beginning, the resurrection, the new beginning. It's the first sign. It's the new beginning. It's the start over. It's spring equinox. It's the child, the innocent. As I said, it's the resurrected, the resurrected, which is amazing. And what I love about it, it does indicate the innocence, right? Aries is the innocence. It's the pure child. There's no guile. There's no, um, you know, no falseness to that persona because as they said in the Bible, think and believe as a child. So I don't believe, I really believe that Aries was chosen for a reason. Why? Because Jesus rose from the dead. That's what Easter's all about. And how long did it take Jesus to rise from the dead? Three days. Three days. What's that? That's a moon cycle. Jesus rose on a moon cycle. He rose in three days. I rest my case. <laughs> I rest my case. This is all, it's so surrounded. Also, airy season is spring equinox. So we go from winter solstice to spring equinox. We have the dark uh, time and then we have the new beginning, the rise again, he has risen. And I just, when I think about the new beginning and I think about airy season and I think about it being spring and the plants are coming and it's all a new beginning, we start again. That's what Jesus represents it to, for all of us. That's what that resurrection was all about, that new beginning, starting over, washing away the past, washing away what doesn't work, washing away the evil, going back to thinking as a child, uh, I said, think as a child, uh, speak as a child, believe as a child, whatever. And all of that is embodied in Easter during Aries season. So I just think it's amazing. Um, if you want to go deeper into this, I'm probably going to go deeper into this um, when I and write about it a little bit more. Um, but I just thought it was interesting because we have the the rising, we have that new beginning, and um, no matter when Jesus was actually born, it make it shows that I believe he was born on the in the Pisces season which is the ending, knowing he was going to live and die for our sins and that it ended in the airy season because in the three days that it took for him to rise during the moon cycle, it started a new beginning and it gave new faith and new belief and new opportunities. And even to this day, 2000 years later, we're still celebrating Easter we're still celebrating that new beginning. And I just think that's incredible. So this is my story. I wanted to share this with all of you. And you know, I just realized I didn't say what I wanted to say in the beginning of this, which I had planned it and <laughs> I thought I would have it all together and uh, ready, but I forgot to let you guys know about something. And I'm gonna tell you in one second because I, I have to make sure I got it exactly right before I say it. <laughs> and I'm going to just check and see if there's any questions or any comments that I didn't look at because I've been so busy uh, just kind of explaining all of this to you. 
So uh, let's see here. Here we go. So the thing I forgot to tell you is that I am Adrian Obi, an astrologer, a tarot reader, a spiritual coach, and a sacred soul light healer. I am a co-author of the upcoming book, The Soul Legacy Journal, Spiritual Awakening Stories of 365, plus a soul-guided instructor at the Spiritual Business Woman Network. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm a Western intuitive astrologer with over 40 years of experience. And over the next few months, I will be sharing my learned insights on astrology with the women of the Spiritual Business Women Network. Uh, most of what I have to share comes from my many years of experience and actual case studies with prior clients and just my thought processes and uh, my own studies and stuff like that. So I want to thank everyone who uh, has taken a, the time to listen to this. And uh, let me check and see if I have any comments. I see that Tori Jo Hinks was out there, loved the intro. Much love to you. Happy Easter, Iona. Many blessings to you both. And it's been my pleasure to do this today. Happy Easter to everyone out there. I thought I would go over, but I didn't. I, I actually went short because it's such an easy cut and dry um, situation. It really is. Um, I, there is one other thing I will do. I'll do this one. I'll do you this one favor. Since we're talking about astrology and I still have a couple of minutes and I love to deal and delve into the deep levels of things because it's what I do. So let's see. Is this one? This might be not, may not be it. Okay, here we go. And then I will actually, I will actually depart after I do this. <laughs> because to me, I can get going and I can study and go on and on with this because it's so interesting. So the thing I wanted to sh uh, share with you was uh, the number 25 in numerology and what it means, according to Linda Gooden and Star Signs. 25 bestows spiritual wisdom gained through careful observation of people and things and worldly success by learning through experience. Its strength comes from overcoming disappointments in early life and possessing the rare, rare quality of learning from past mistakes. The judgment is excellent, but it's not a material number. Therefore, financial benefits of a substantial nature must be gained through other compound numbers and da, 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 da. But again, it's about the spirituality. It's a very spiritual number. And Jesus was born apparently for a very spiritual purpose. And, uh, you know, I believe it was to begin, and many religious people believe it was to create that new beginning. He's known as the, you know, the great intercessor that his death resulted in the new beginning, which is why there's the Old Testament and the New Testament. Jesus is representative of that new beginning of the New Testament. It's all based on him living and dying for our sins. That's what that religion is all based on. So I just wanted to share this. I would 
anyone have any questions or like to contact me with, you know, any insights, feel free to do so. It's been my pleasure today. Much love, much light, many blessings to you. And I promise I will put the intro in the beginning next time. <laughs> many blessings. Mwah. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter to everyone. Bye. <laughs> That's so funny. Let me make sure I get rid of this here. Okay. Much love to you. Bye.